relationship issues? Relationship Talk on 702. And today on our relationship feature, we are discussing celibacy. Do you practice celibacy? I'd like to know how that has been going. We're talking about practicing celibacy uh, effectively because uh, more and more people are choosing to abstain from sex for reasons ranging from personal growth to religious beliefs to dating ban- burnout. Uh, there's a growing number of people who are now reclaiming celibacy as also a pathway to self-healing, right? a pathway to improved relationships and improved productivity. You know, there's some who have never had much interest in sex uh, while others are taking a break to also address some personal problems, maybe to recover from bad dating experiences or change the way they approach relationships. So if you're practicing celibacy, I'd like to hear from you. Um, Share your experience with us, please. How is that going? How have you uh, made the decision and why did you make that decision uh, not to have sex? If perhaps this is a decision you have taken together with your partner your spouse, how did you start the conversation um, and how, that, how, how has that improved um, on your relationship? 011-883-0702, that's the number to dial. Uh, the WhatsApp line is 072-702-1702. New Davidson is a sex educator and couples intimacy coach who joins us now in our Cape Town studios. New, thank you so much for making time. Clement, always a pleasure and so great to be in studio today. Yes, I've spoken to you many times via Zoom. This is the first time actually we meet, but you've been on the show so many times. So I was happy to hear that you're coming into studio today. So let's talk about um, celibacy and how we define it. Because I realize that sometimes we use the word interchangeably. Um, so when you abstain, when you are celibate, and is it also chastity? Are those the same things? Yeah. So I think when, when we look at celibacy, it's really the abstinence of, um, it's abstaining from any sexual, um, you know, behaviors or contacts. And it really is whatever you define celibacy to be. Mm. Um, because, you know, for some people, it depends on your motivation and your reason for, for having celibacy. Um, and for practicing celibacy, it might uh, be for the variety of reasons you mentioned in the intro. Mm. And um, it's important to see then what you define it as, what is acceptable and what is not acceptable within you, uh, uh, within that practice uh, that you're choosing. And for you and your partner, what is being negotiated in that celibacy? Mm-hmm. So, so in other words, can you avoid sexual contact entirely or, or maybe have foreplay, but you're staying clear of, of oral or penetrative sex? Yes, absolutely. So let's look out outside of the box of what sex is. And yeah. celibacy doesn't necessarily mean it's just sex. Mm. And perhaps for some people, it just means sex. And for sex, that again, has a whole... Um, has a whole array of different meanings for different people. So when we look at celibacy and we look at what definition of sex is for each individual, it's looking at um, what your negotiation and what, you, what you're what you really wanting out of that celibacy. But yes, absolutely, we have intimacy. And actually, for a lot of people practicing celibacy, you get to take the sexual interaction out of the equation, which means you get a deeper intimacy on an emotional and mental level. So it's not necessarily only physical. You can have mm. intimacy on a great on a really deep level just through um, you know mental and emotional stimulation and and we live in a society where there's so much pressure uh, to be sexually active uh, mm. particularly for couples um, but you can actually be affectionate and be in a celibate partnership right whether it's a decision you make from the onset 
or you have started having sex but you make a decision at some point for whatever reason uh, my colleagues and some of the listeners were thinking what you can be in a marriage or be in a relationship and you're celibate but you can do that. Absolutely. And for some people, that's a choice to redefine and restructure what their marriage is currently looking like. Mm. To maybe take the focus away from the physical so that they can build on the vulnerable, on the vulnerability within their relationship, build on the communication channels and really build on the connection from a non-physical perspective, um, which can have a great impact on a relationship. And if you think about it, intimacy is so much more than just physical touch mm. right it's it's a whole variety of different things and when you look at it it is it is truly being seen that's why when i break it up it's into me you see intimacy mm. um and if we look at it from building and for a lot of people that i know who practice celibacy for whatever reason it is that they're choosing to it's to you know it, it offers a lot more focus awareness and attention on the other areas within a relationship which mm. have a fundamental impact on how um yeah, on how healthy and successful your relationship is interesting so i mean that's part of the reason then sometimes people will take up a uh, 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 celibacy what other reasons are there can, can someone do it because uh, maybe there's been cheating in the relationship and there's betrayal or trust is lost and to rebuild that they're saying maybe let's stop having sex for a bit because i don't feel that i connect with you at that level mm -hmm. given what has happened so let's just replenish first and then we'll come back to it so what are some of the reasons that lead couples to decide let's pause a little bit on this while we mm. fix other things absolutely so it can be exactly that it can be perhaps a trauma experienced within the relationship or a trauma outside of the relationship that is impacting the relationship um, it can be um, that maybe you're just looking to reconnect with your partner and you have that disconnect um, and you're wanting to take the physical aspect out of the equation because also if we think about it from a physiological perspective if your brain does not feel safe and your body does not if you are not feeling safe within a relationship or with someone and safety I'd, you know can mean a variety of different things also but you have to feel safe in order to allow your body to go to that arousal state of vulnerability um, otherwise you're telling your brain two different things you're telling your brain to get intimate and feel aroused and, and have that um, you know that libido drive when actually it might be in survival mode you might have extreme stress you might be experiencing the impact of PTSD from a trauma so there are many reasons um, why and how impactful it can actually be. Mm -hmm. 011 883 The WhatsApp line is 0727021702. Have you ever given celibacy a try? Or are you planning to be celibate? If you've got some questions around how you can do it effectively, uh, maybe you want to do it in your relationship, in your marriage, because something has happened and you want to replenish that, but put a pause to this and you don't even know how to begin that conversation with your partner. You can call us and, and new uh, can give you some tips. Um, if you have tried it, I would like you to really give us a call and share your experience with us. If you've chosen celibacy in your relationship, whether for a month or for the foreseeable future, uh, let me know how ha it has also impacted your relationship, that decision. Has it improved your relationship, your connection with your partner? Let me know. It's 15 after 11. Relationship issues. Relationship talk on seven o two. Celibacy is what we're discussing this morning on our relationship feature, and I want to know if you have tried it. Uh, have you tried it, perhaps, as an individual? Have you tried it in your marriage, in your relationship, and what has the impact been? Right? How have you 
your relationship, your marriage been impacted um, by the decision to go celibate? Mbali, you're calling us from Sunning Hill. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. So I've been celibate for about a year and a bit, and I definitely encourage celibacy. Um, I decided to be celibate after I just was struggling to get commitments from men and just a genuine partner. So celibacy has helped me a lot to just filter out the men who don't have sexual discipline, filter out the men who were not willing to wait at all. So when I, I found that it was a struggle if I shared later on I'm dating, which uh, hey, I'm celibate actually, the sooner I shared it, the easier it became because the guy would leave. But it's been a great journey. I encourage it for a lot of ladies, especially if you're trying to get into a committed um, relationship. Uh, yeah. So, so what would happen then, Bali, when you tell you know the guys, listen, I'm celibate. Do you is the condition then that you've got to marry me first before we can we can you know be intimate with yeah. each other, or or is your condition that maybe let's get to know each other, maybe after a year, after a few months, yeah. then we can start getting deeply intimate. Yeah, so for me, it would be a thing of we can start getting physically intimate once you know you want to marry me. Once you've made that decision and we've spoken about that and you actually have shared with me that you would like me to be your wife, then maybe you can start getting intimate. But if we don't have those conversations, if we don't get there or our relationship doesn't gravitate towards that, I don't see why we should be having sex. The responses were crazy. Like men mm. are just, they were not willing to, they just didn't understand it. Someone even said to me, mm. oh, you've had your fun, you had all your fun in your 20s, I'm 32. I was like, yes, I did have my fun, but I've changed my mind. I've changed my mind yeah. and it's working for me. And you've got a yeah. right to change your mind. I mean, it's your body. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Peace of mind. Peace of yeah. mind. So, so do you now tell them in the beginning or do you wait until the relationship you know, gets solid a little bit. So do you tell them on the first date, for instance, that listen here, just so, so you know, yeah. you can decide so whether you stay or leave. Have, Yeah, some of them I would mention it on the first date. So I'd say this, if this is going to be a problem for you, this is the journey I'm on. But if I felt like the guy had a lot of potential, I'd maybe tell them in the second date. But just very early on, because if you do wait, it becomes like a shock to them. So eventually I was just like, I need to just say this early and then the man mm. can decide if he still wants to get to know me or not. Mm. Yeah, and I have... Mali, thank you. We've been talking yeah. for a while. He knows um, that I'm celibate and he's respected that. He's also a man in his early 40s. So I think he's also yeah. thinking like, you know, yeah, he can wait. He has the discipline. And it's taken me a lot of re- rejection to meet this man. Like, I've, I've gotten a mm. lot of no's, I've been blocked, I've been all these things, but this one guy has stood out because he, he's just, just hanging around. We're going on dates, having a good time, we are phoning each other, it's just, it's good. We're building a lot yeah. more without sex. Yeah, if if you don't mind me asking, Bali, um, what the, the celibacy then, is it completely any form of intimacy or is it taking out penetrative sex but you can still do other things you can do oral uh you can cuddle um and 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 you can yeah. still you know be intimate with them how, how do you define your own celibacy jenny so so for me my sister said to me kissing leads to sex 
So the most that I would do, the most that we do is just kissing hello and kissing goodbye and hugs. So we don't do okay. anything. We don't get negative. There's no oral or naked. It's just not worth yeah. it because you're tempting yourself. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Bali, thank you so much, man, um, for, for calling us and sharing your experience with us. Truly appreciate it. Uh, that's in Bali, uh, in Sunning Hill. Interesting. Hey, um, that she has now decided this is the journey I'm going to take. What's advisable, though, new? Is it, do, do, should you tell people from the onset? Because then you're also protecting yourself from, should you wait until much later, then you're going to be, be feel so hurt when they decide to leave because they they're not willing to wait? Or, or is it best to just break the news much later when you see that this is becoming serious? I mean, you know, I, I think it's so fantastic and I'm so grateful for Mbali for phoning in and for demonstrating, you know, for, for one to feel... Um, to hold that respect for herself. Um, and I think that that's really fantastic. And it's really about having healthy boundaries to earn that respect and to set the tone for it. To your question though, Clement, I, I mean, I'm a blunt person. I'm straight up front. I would like to have conversations up front, lay everything on the table mm. because relationships are a negotiation. It's all about communication. It's not necessarily, um, you know, hold, withholding information benefits who? Um, is the way that I see it, each to their own and when they feel like it's necessary to bring in. But it's why not say and have the conversation earlier? Why not even ask about it? What do you think about sex before marriage? What do you think about abstinence? Well, how important is physical touch mm. to you? It's a, you're getting curious about it before just slamming it down as a no-go because you know you don't really want to invest in the whole relationship and then go a journey six months down the line and then they're kind of wondering why they're constantly being rejected physically. And it can build insecurities and it can build issues. So rather just be upfront about what your boundaries are. It's a negotiation. Mm, yeah. Here's a WhatsApp voice note on 072702 and 702. Hi, Clement. Uh, this is Fanon from Oliver Northbridge in Pretoria. Uh, I'd like to differ a little bit from the topic. Uh, I have a question, actually. Uh, so how does... Uh, celebrity uh, benefits one like on a on a spiritual perspective of, of things i don't know if i put it right thank you because some people actually do it for spiritual reasons absolutely right people who don't believe in in sex or they believe it's a sin i mean they're believed to have sex before marriage then they will um you know they will they will choose to be celibate until they they find someone who can or can marry them absolutely so i think i see that in two parts spirituality um in a variety of different whether it's your faith and mm -hmm. that is the boundaries of, of what you're choosing to to agree to within the confines of your faith of, of what the rules are within that but then there's also spirituality and an energetic transition for a lot of people you know when you are intimate and deeply physical with somebody it is an energetic transition between transaction between you both and for some people they want to know who are they giving that energetic transaction with um, and how is it going to benefit them? So if you've ever been in a physical, you know, if you've ever had sex with somebody and walked away feeling pretty empty and like, well, okay, I've, yeah, they got a release out of it, but there was nothing there. Um, it's an energetic transaction. And if you're not feeling that build and that you're going to, I suppose, get the same match of that um, and replenish your energy from that, then is it really worth it? 
Um, mm. So I think that is the benefit of of really looking at celibacy. And when we say celibacy, again, I would lo- just want to touch on a point that you made in the beginning, is it doesn't mean celibacy is forever. It is changeable. So it can be just for the tran- just for the current beginning phases. It could be for the time being. It can be long-term, short-term, medium-term. So it really is about finding the person that you're willing to have that engagement with and who is really worth it. How does it assist you as an individual when you go celibate? Can you can it assist with your self development? I mean, I love mm-hmm. Mbali's call because it talks to her own individual journey. Absolutely, absolutely, and and it is unique for every single person what benefits you may have. But it also, you know, when you take physical out of it, and I think there's a lot of emphasis in a, within a relationship on the physical, right? Mm. There's a lot of emphasis on the sexual interaction. Yes, it plays a role. Yes, it is it is part of the core foundation, but there are many other factors to it and on a personal journey it can allow you the ability to think clearly to see the person for who they are to genuinely get to know them um, to be able to open that connective state as I was saying emotionally and mentally first and foremost mm. before physical comes in and you know can can change the game a little bit um, you might want to yeah and it, and it can also help with focus um, if you are not mm. if you don't have like sex on your mind and that it's something that you're craving to do it can help retain that energy to put into different areas so now you've got all the sexual energy that you need to put its energy at the end of the day where are you putting that maybe it's in physical um in physical activity like going to the gym gym, or maybe it's uh, studies or maybe it's your job or maybe it's investing in family and friendship to find somewhere you've got to find sexual energy is going to be there Absolutely. And it can also be translated into creative spaces like art, art forms, um, how you're expressing yourself, how you're moving your body. Maybe you're painting, maybe you're doing pottery or whatever your art, your creative expression is. Mm. If you're not having sex, where are you um, transmitting that sexual energy to? Uh, let us know if you've decided to go on a journey of celibacy. If you've just joined us, uh, we're in conversation with New Davidson, who is a sex educator and couples intimacy coach we're talking about uh, celibacy and she's been telling us some of the reasons why people uh, decide to be celibate even in a relationship and i want you to share your experiences with us have you tried it have you given celibacy a try are you planning to do it Um, and if you have done it what impact did you see in your life in your self-development if you've tried it in a relationship uh, what impact did you see in that relationship has it improved your relationship. Um, I'll take more of your calls on 011-883-0702 as you share your experiences, as you ask your questions on the WhatsApp line as well on 072-702-1702. That takes us to exactly 11. Relationship issues. Relationship talk. On 702. Right, let's continue with our relationship conversation. Let's start with the WhatsApp voice notes that have come through. Hey, Clement, great show and uh, topic as always. Definitely enjoying it. Um, Yeah, it's such an interesting conversation that you guys are having. And what I find to be really interesting is that, you know, being celibate is obviously a preference, right? But also choosing to not be with somebody who is celibate is also a preference. But there seems to be a negativity if a guy or girl says, uh, I'm choosing not to be with you because you're being celibate, right? So I think the energy needs to flow both ways. It's okay 
uh, to be celibate, but it's also okay to choose not to be with somebody who's choosing to be celibate. I hope that uh, makes sense. Yep. Absolutely. I am so glad that that, um, you know, that they shared that because it, it really is everybody has needs and everybody um you know everybody has needs that need to be met and it's okay to speak whatever it is that you need and if it is not being met and you're not compatible it's okay to move on and yeah. that's also all right and also it's okay for you when you say to clement i want to be celibate and clement says that's not going to work for me absolutely that's also okay again it's a negotiation and yeah. it's mostly about respecting each other absolutely. and respecting yourself and what it is you're requesting also mm-hmm. Uh, look, me, Clement, when I, when I got married, I was uh, 30. So since my childhood, I just decided never to engage in, in sexual activities up until I, I got married. And it was just a choice. And I have never was intimate with anyone up until I was, I was 30 and then I was, I was married. It was a choice I made for myself because I knew that if I engage myself on sexual activities, there would be consequences. And during those days, there was HIV also and the sexual diseases and stuff. So I didn't want to go through those. So that, it was a choice I decided to do. And most of, my, of my family, they never believed me. But that's how I, that's how I chose to live my life. And, and even right now, I'm married now. with been married for 11 years with four kids. But I, that decision, if I have to make it again, I will do it again. Let me be anonymous in Kajis. Oh, anonymous and Kaheso. Um, interesting. Thank you for, uh, for 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 sharing that with us. So it's a decision that you make, and yeah. and you 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 live with it. Here's another one. Hi, Clement. Um, so I have not gone celibate or abstinent, but I have refrained from um, having sex for I think it's been over two months now. <laughs> a little young, but I'm seeing somebody, and um, he respects the fact that I'm. He, he respects me so we haven't really had sex but we've been together and i think it has um it has helped us you know um connect more and he's very kind to me he's very sweet with me so i mean he definitely wants to trust me he wants to but um i think he respects the fact that i'm just not ready and he says he won't have it with me until he feels like he can connect or until he feels like i'm ready to have it with him and trust me me i love love sex yeah i like that i like when someone actually says i'm gonna wait for you yeah because when i do it with you i want it to be fulfilling for both of us absolutely and it really to me that that depicts the epitome of respect Mm -hmm. it's saying that you're worth waiting for and actually this isn't the only priority within our relationship and it's seeing the relationship as a whole from a holistic perspective not just from one aspect as well so yes of course we all have needs but if you if that is not the top priority for you and you're able to get the intimate fulfillment in other areas of your relationship then Absolutely. Can the decision to go celibate be a sign of other issues that need to be dealt with? So if, you, if you're saying to your partner in a relationship or in that marriage, I want to go celibate, could it also be a sign to go clearly there are issues here that need to be resolved yeah um i definitely think that it's worth investigating uh, whether that is a personal you know issue that one is dealing with um you know it could be stress sleep a variety of different things like we said trauma lack of connection within the relationship 
Um, and I think it's important to unpack where it's coming from, especially if it's just arising. You know, it's not going to just come out of the blue. You're not going to wake up one morning and be like, yep, I don't want to have sex with you anymore. Mm. And we're just going to put that all on hold. Mm. There's something more to that. What's lacking? What is something that needs a little bit of attention? And where did that come from? How intentional should you be about this journey? Like, like should you be writing your goals down maybe write what you want to gain from this process or it can just be like yeah i don't want to do this and then just go with it or how intentional should you be and and does it help more when in your intentionality you're actually writing things down you're processing things you're putting goals down you understand why you're doing it yeah i mean to answer your question clement which is a fantastic question you get what you put in so if you're happy just to make the decision and not do the work to unpack it, to evolve it, to be, have the awareness, to see why you're doing this, uh, mm-hmm. why this choice came about and also how you are going to navigate it and what you want out of it. If you're not willing to do the work, then what are you wanting on the other side of it? Like why? I guess my question mm-hmm. is what is the why? What are you hoping mm-hmm. to gain from this experience? Um, is And also I think it's quite different when you make a conscious a, a conscious decision to be celibate versus is when you just don't want to have sex because you're having unfulfilling sex in your marriage. Because mm. some people just don't want to have sex because like, I don't feel like the same thing that doesn't fulfill me. Oh my goodness. New, that's another aspect to it now. So there are people in relationships who may not be enjoying having sex with their partners yep. and they then suddenly tell them, I'm going celibate as if it's this journey that I want to get into. But actually the reason there is I'm not fulfilled. Yeah. But that's also resolved by one thing, communication. Absolutely. At the end of the day, it's all about communication. And if you are in a relationship and you are, you know, deciding to opt for celibacy, I think it is only fair on the relationship for there Mm. to be a discussion around where it came from, why, what is your objective and also how long. Because you Mm. can't just be like, I'm going celibate see you in 10 years like that's like that's a bit unfair that's not what you negotiated in the beginning of your marriage right yeah and also especially if it's changed because what your agreement was when you entered in the relationship is going to evolve and so long as there's communication on both parties you can both then make that conscious decision of do i want to journey this with you Mm. or actually if you're going celibate with no end date in mind then Mm. i don't know what this looks like for me yeah especially when you're in a monogamous relationship you can't go out to go try out somewhere else so uh, if you're celibate you are celibate and even when you come back 10 years or 10 months or five days later Mm. the person is still going to give you the terrible sex because you've not said to them this is how i want it done yeah but often when we have this conversation new you know how uncomfortable some couples feel to touch on the subject yeah um women often say i'm scared because i don't want my man to feel like they're failing me because mm-hmm. for some reason there's also some male fragility sometimes where mm-hmm. when a woman tells you this is how i want you to go down on me or men feel oh are you saying i've not <laughs> been doing it right don't question my game how dare you question my game you know <laughs> so any advice on how couples can start that conversation because that can then resolve so many things when you are honest with each other about how you want it done to you, how you want to give it to somebody else. Yeah, I I think, you know, I call it a, it's a tool um, that um, again from, I think it was Emily Morris, who's a phenomenal sexologist. And um, 
there is a tool called, I just call it the candy floss sandwich because that's how I remember it. But if you give a compliment to someone and you validate something that they do do right, they're likely going to receive your information a little bit better than if you met them with a negative response. So I'll use an example. If I say, you never kiss me anymore. What I'm actually asking for is more kisses, but you haven't heard that. You've just heard you never. Now you're going to respond in likely defense, stonewalling where you're just going to be like, I don't have a capacity for this. Or you're going to flee and you're going to opt out and walk away and be like, actually, no thanks. I don't have the time or the energy for this conversation. So it's not a very conducive conversation to having my needs met and you're not hearing what I do want. So started off with being able to first validate. So I really, I think you're a really good kisser. And I would really love more kisses because when we kiss, I feel really connected to you. Now, I've given you a little dopamine kick. I've given, I've validated you. I've said that I really love your kissing and I've put my request in it and I've given you a reason why. My feeling, it's about me. I'm not attacking you. I'm saying I want more kisses because I feel connected with you and you're a good kisser. So I think when we are reframing what it is that we need, be conscious of how we're asking and communicating to our partner, making sure that we don't only highlight the negatives, but we also highlight some of their positives so that the information and the request can be received kindly. Yes, and then maybe you don't even, you won't even have to decide to be celibate because then your partner <laughs> is going to change things around and you guys are going to have amazing, amazing, amazing uh, sex or intimacy again. 011-883-0702. What's your experience with celibacy? Is that something you would consider? Why would you consider it and why would you not consider it? And if you've tried it in your relationship, what impact have you seen? It's 14 minutes before 12. Relationship issues. Relationship talk. On 702. All right, it's 12 minutes now before 12 o'clock. Um, we continue with uh, your texts on 072-702-1702. Um, you can send your, your, you can give us a call as well um, on uh, 011 8830702 Someone was asking here I'm just trying to look for it here I knew someone was asking about having a conversation with your your partner when they have done something wrong um I think they had said there was a betrayal in the relationship mm. and she says she's just struggling to reconnect um with him sexually so when they're having sex um, she can't take out the betrayal out of yeah. her mind. So she's constantly thinking about it, which then means she's not fully immersing herself in the sexual experience. And she, she feels like, I'm just saving you. Yeah. You know, we're here having sex, but you're actually having the sex. I'm just here. Yeah. So how do you then have that conversation to say, can we take a break until we've gone through therapy or until we've really replenished so that when we come back, we can fully enjoy this experience? Where do you even begin that conversation with your partner? Because you don't want them yeah. feeling, oh, double jeopardy, you're punishing me because I cheated or you're punishing me because I did you wrong in this and that. That's why yeah. now you're withholding, quote unquote, sex. I mean, you know, when, a tr when trust has been broken, um, there, it is the responsibility of both parties to have that conversation about how are you going to heal from that. Trust has been taken away and the person who has been wounded from that needs 
time to heal. There needs to be, um, you know, some healing and process and communication around that. So I would definitely, for that individual, be honest with your partner and saying that you're really struggling, that you're struggling to connect because you have, you know, the, the pain and the memory you and that is absolutely fair um, and that is the beginning phases of your healing journey um, if your partner punishes you because you're not putting out because you have the you're not you're lacking that trust then I think yeah th that's a whole other conversation but I would encourage I would encourage you to really opt to speak to a professional to go to a counselor to go to a therapist to really begin that healing process and just ask that you mm. want to grow the relationship you're committed to healing and moving past that specific incident but in order to do that you need the commitment from that person to respect the journey of healing and mm -hmm. to seek um, professional help yeah another one says Clement may I ask does masturbating then nullify one being celibate or is it all forms of sex you touched a little bit on this earlier mm. so do you define then for yourself what celibacy is and I what think it includes? So. Yeah. yeah i think so and again depends on your motivation for what your celibacy is you mm. know i don't know what your faith depicts as uh, uh, as what is celibate and um, i think it's very much a personal journey of what is celibate to you for some people it's only penetration mm. for some you know like in bali in the beginning it's all it's all contact it's all physical contact minus hugs and, and a kiss hello and goodbye mm. so i think it's up to you to define that um of what works best for your celibacy mm. lady m in midran says hi clem and new great topic i'm in my 50s i've been there done that and got the t-shirt ha 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 i was in a two decade relationship with my ex-husband that ended in divorce in 2010 it took five years thereafter for me to heal through intense counseling and start yeah. dating again outside of the societal confines or norms. Mm -hmm. I'm in a five-year relationship with my current partner and I've chosen celibacy uh, for the past year and a bit. I'm seeking a holistically deeper, meaningful exchange that is definitely not defined by the physical. I do fully understand that this is a slice of the relationship pie, mm -hmm. but for me, it's not the be-all and end-all. Uh, that's a message from Lady M in Midrand. Well done, Lady M, on your journey. Go Fascinating. You. Um, good morning, everyone. Um, there's a concept in Hindu called uh, Brahmakarya. Um, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. It's a concept um, in, in, in Hindu philosophy that encompasses celibacy as well as broader self-discipline. It involves abstaining from sexual activity, uh, but more importantly, it emphasizes moderation in thoughts, words, and actions. The idea is to conserve vital energy, including semen, and redirect it towards spiritual and intellectual pursuits. The belief is that by refraining from losing semen, individuals may experience heightened wisdom. Whoa. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the individuals may experience heightened wisdom and self-realization. It's important to note that uh, interpretations of these practices vary and cultural sensitivity should be maintained uh, mm -hmm. when discussing such beliefs. Thank you. That's Anonymous in Johannesburg. Anonymous, Amazing. thank you for sending that. So fascinating. Yay, we're definitely going to go check that out. Oh, yeah. Sure. My goodness. So refraining from losing semen um, can, can lead to all of those things. Thank you. I'm going to check that out too, uh, that, philo that Hindu philosophy. Another person says, Hi, Clement New. Please ask uh, uh, new to explain the difference between celibacy and platonic affair. That's a that's a question from Sam in Fosloras. Oh, that's a that's a great question. Um, 
And I actually don't know that I have the full answer to that, mm. to be honest. I think celibacy is abstaining from um, abstaining from sexual interaction mm. um, outside of a marriage, within a marriage. And that, again, has a broad definition of what you want it to be. Mm. And, um, yeah, I actually don't have the answer for that. Yeah, so platonic is we probably came together because of something else than intimacy. Like we're yeah. friends, we're platonic friends. I suppose also, you know, we to loop in that there is also asexuality. Yeah, and, you know, yeah. for people who are asexual, the physical is, is not something that uh, is, is a part of their um, foundational mm. structure within their relationships necessarily. Yeah. Mm. Thomas in Rustenburg, good morning. Morning, morning, Kevin, how are you? I'm all right, man, how are you? I'm great, thank you. Go ahead. Yes, um, this is a very interesting topic and uh, I'm talking from the position of uh, marriage. Um, the, the, the concern that I have is if we engage in a serious relationship like marriage and in the beginning our conversations or our communication uh, does highlight that we kind of like prioritize intimacy from the onset just to keep the bond um, it makes it very difficult later in the relationship because uh, you know as we speak right now the the person that I'm married to has decided to to be celibate and uh, you know communication does take place but not a lot of adjustment mm -hmm. is, is, is happening um, and then you end up now even mentioning to say, you know, if we're not having sexual intercourse, what am I expected to do? I'm not trying to be selfish, but what what are your thoughts? Um, and, and it becomes a little bit difficult because, uh, you know, us men having uh, extraordinary hormones, we, we tend to, you know, when you're not having sex, I can tell you that you start now, you might not be touching, but you start looking uh, in all directions, um, and 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 you you look a little bit unsure about yourself. So that's just the point I wanted to mm. pass across. Mm. All right, Thomas uh, in Rustenburg, thank you. Is this a thing that men have extraordinary hormones? <laughs> like, oh, we love sex more than you guys. No, not necessarily. Okay. No. <laughs> there are women out there who have a higher libido. Absolutely. And many men out there. Absolutely. And, and vice versa. Absolutely. But I think really what Thomas is touching on is is about you know how to still maintain um, the fulfillment within the relationship mm. and how to have that communication if your partner's chosen to have celibacy and you know Thomas to, to answer a bit of your question and to address what you're saying um, it's understandable that you, this is different to, um, to what it is that you're engaged in in the beginning of your marriage but it really is an emphasis um, and an opportunity to deepen the connection and open that communication channel even further. You too have needs and it's about negotiating how your needs are met too. And if you're looking for connection, how are you getting that connection? It does not have to be through physical touch um, and it does not have to be through sex, um, you know, on its own. Uh, there are multiple other ways. And if you're wanting to make this marriage work, then I would strongly recommend that you guys look deeper as to what beyond the physical does your marriage look like yeah that's so important uh thank you thomas and, and good luck mm. new always great having you here guiding us through these important conversations thank you for coming into studio thank you what a pleasure how do people get hold of you uh you can find me on my website which is www.newdavidson.co.za otherwise catch me on instagram new davidson 
It's two minutes before 12.